0: Welcome to this exciting sermon from World Impact Community Church. We hope you enjoy this message. For more sermons and resources, please do visit us at wscc.in. Out of the word of prayer, Father, we thank you, God, for this day and for your mighty, mighty presence, Lord. Hallelujah. I sense there is a call of God that will be released. I want to pray, Father. Hallelujah. Let many step into that call of God. Hallelujah. Father, I want to pray, Lord, whatever words come, Lord, from my mouth. Hallelujah. Let it be your words that I would speak, Father. Lord, I want to pray that every word of God would minister into the hearts of people. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. So Last week we looked at our aspect of our walk with God. Hallelujah. A walk with God. We looked into how Moses walked with God. Hallelujah. And how Israelites chose to watch from the sidelines. How there was a Joshua who was also engrossed in the presence of God. And how Joshua served the man of God. Hallelujah. So we looked into, there are certain things that happen in our walk. And one main aspect that happens in our walk is we have a transformational journey. It is not an informational journey. It's a transformational journey. Hallelujah. So what happens in this transformational journey? As you start to walk with God, hallelujah. And there, there, there is something like, you know, some of the pains that God has. Some pains that God has about man and about our situation. Hallelujah. About wickedness and evil. And not people not walking with God. God begins to give some pains to us. He begins to share some of his burden. It is not that he cannot handle it. But he wants to share it with us. And we begin to like. And God, whatever God likes, what God likes, we also begin to like. Because this is a transformational journey. Hallelujah. Hallelujah god begins to move certain things on the inside of us he begins to give us burdens not what the world gives us as burden the world the world's burdens are anxiety worry and fear but god's burdens are you know it's easy to bear hallelujah it is to trust in him it is to do his good work and god begins to give us burden maybe it's a burden to pray for a nation you know, for those who pray for nations, hallelujah, do you know that you're serving the people of that land? You know, Jesus is interceding for us. He's serving us. One day in my prayer time with God, I felt a nation that was named that I do not know. I had to go and Google it. I understood that this was a nation and it was a very small, tiny nation. And I had a burden to pray. And ever since that, sometimes the Holy Spirit would remind me of that nation. Hallelujah. So when you pray for a nation, you're serving the people of that land. You don't need a visa to pray. Hallelujah. And the Bible is, you know, so God is, when Jesus is interceding for us, he's still serving us. Everything that Jesus said is finished. His work on earth is finished. But his work in heaven was just going to start, amen, on that day. The Holy Spirit is serving us today. He is ministering to us 24 bar 7 uh, without a minute of rest. You know, God doesn't need rest. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit is serving us. God the Father is serving us. Hallelujah. How did He serve us? He gave His best. So heaven is serving us. And in this transformational journey, as we begin to walk with God, God begins to give certain things Uh, you know, certain burdens, certain pains that God has. And He begins to deposit on the inside of us. Initially, we may have no clue, why is this happening? Hallelujah. That's why it's called a journey. You may not know everything in the first go, but as you continue to walk with God, He will send the next piece of the puzzle. Hallelujah. In Isaiah chapter 6, Verse 1 to 10. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood Seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with the two he flew. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the post of the door was shaken by the voice of him who cried out. And the house was filled with smoke. So I said, Woe to me, woe is me, for I am undone. I am a man of unclean lips. And I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a live coal, which he had taken from the tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away and your sin is purged. And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? And, he, and then I said, Here am I, send me. Here am I, send me. You know, Isaiah was in the presence of God. And in the presence of God. And it was not just like a one time. Hallelujah. He was a prophet of God. He was in the presence. Hallelujah. And on that day he saw the Lord. Amen. And a transformation happens. What is that transformation? God helped him to realize that he's a man of unclean lips. He understood that if I need to speak the things that God has, my lips, my tongue has to go through a change. Hallelujah! And they took a live coal, one of the seraphim took a live coal and put it in his mouth. Hallelujah! And he was transformed in the presence of God. Let me see what happens next. God saying, giving him a burden, giving him pain. Who will go for us? I want to tell you, dear church, the harvest is a few. The harvest is plenty. Who will go for us? Whom shall I send? And Isaiah in the transformational journey he says, here I am Lord. Here I am Lord. Send me Lord. Send me Lord. Here is a man who is ready to serve because of his walk. Not because of his credentials. A walk that led to us serve. Hallelujah. There is a progression from walking with God and now serving God as you walk along with God. There is a progression from walking with God and now serving God as you walk along with God. You cannot forget the walk. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, with little children, when they begin to walk, walk along with that parent. Walk along with that parent. They don't know how to serve. There's a little baby. They don't know how to serve. But as they grow along, they understand that, hey, I can help my dad and mom in some areas. And they begin to serve as they walk along with that parent. Hallelujah. In the same way, in God's house, God wants us to walk with Him. And as we walk with Him, He begins to give burdens to us. You don't need to snatch somebody else's burden. You don't need to snatch what God has told somebody else. God will give you burdens. You know why? Because the harvesters are few. The harvest is plenty. I want to tell you, heaven is recruiting. Heaven is recruiting. Amen. We have no one here who is doing recruitment. Heaven is recruiting. Very difficult to get a man or a woman for a post. Hallelujah. So is here. Heaven is recruiting. And he is giving you the resources in heaven. Which is the word of God. Hallelujah. The righteousness of God. The sanctification of God. The Holy Spirit. The Father, Son and the Holy Spirit. So that you can serve God as you walk with him. Now to look into the serving aspect of Jesus, hallelujah, this has blessed me multiple times. John chapter 13 verse 2 to 5, and supper being ended, the devil already have put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Jesus knowing the father had given him all things into his hands, that he had come from God and was going to God rose from supper, laid aside his garments, took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with towel with which he was girded. The Bible says after the supper had ended. I don't know how many of men will work after supper. Uh, After supper, I just like to lie down and relax and just go through my phone. But Jesus, you know, he was different. Hallelujah. Jesus, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, is saying, you know, what he did was, it was all about serving people. Now, Abraham Lincoln once said, if you want to know a man, give him power. If you want to know a man, give him power. Verse 3, you know, uh, some version says like this. Jesus, knowing that all power was given to him, what did he do? He reacted to the power by serving people under him. And how do we react? We react to people when we realize that power has been given in my home. We stamp down people. But Jesus reacted by serving people, and that included the betrayer. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. He served his people. And he did the work which servants were supposed to do. That is why the Bible says in the book of Philippians, he took the form of a servant. Amen. He was son, but he was was also doing the work of a servant. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, this service is possible because many have served selflessly. The planning for a Sunday service starts every Tuesday. And for some of our special meetings, our watch night service, you know, some planning starts two months ahead. You know, the chair did not land through the roof, did not parachute itself. Many worked hard. You know, I I know that some people like me, probably we we stand in the front, we get all the accolades. But there are many people who work behind the scenes. And I want to tell you, hallelujah, heaven recognizes it. Heaven recognizes it. Many don't work for, many don't serve to get the appreciation. Heaven, hallelujah, has noted down who is working and who has worked selflessly. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. So I want to talk about what does it mean to serve? I know we've been talking about serve, serve, serve. What does it mean to serve? Amen. The word serve comes from a Hebrew word called abad. The word aware means to serve, but it also means to work, and it also means, it's also a word that is used for worship. So your serving is connected to your worship. Our service in a God's kingdom is an act of worship. You know, many times those who are serving, they don't get time to, you know, uh, uh, you know uh, be a part of the praise and worship songs. Sometimes they miss the word. I want to tell you, hallelujah, your service itself is an act of worship to God. The service itself, hallelujah, hallelujah, it's an act of worship to God. So there is a relationship between your serving and your worship. Listen to me carefully. Show me how you serve and I'll tell you whether you're a passionate worshiper or not. Show me how you serve and I'll tell you how much of a passionate worshiper are you. Show me how you work in your workplace and I'll tell you whether you're a worshipper of God in your workplace. Show me how you serve God. Show me how you serve God in your home and I'll tell you whether you really worship God in your, in your homes. Amen. Hallelujah. You know the word holiness it also means to set apart. Set about. Your serving should be set about. If that is the case, it is an act of holiness under God. I don't know how many of you will say amen to that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your serving should be set above. In your workplace, you know, you don't need to uh, tell your manager, you know, you need to look at me, you need to see, you need to see what I'm doing. Hallelujah. If your work is set apart, hallelujah, set above, the rest, it will be recognized. You don't need to go for strikes for, you know, uh, for uh, a promotion. Hallelujah. You are serving. Hallelujah. You will be rewarded. So I want to share a few principles. few principles about serving. Hallelujah. About what does it mean to serve in the house of God. Not just in the house of God. What does it mean to serve in our homes? What does it mean to serve in our workplace? What does it mean to serve, you know, wherever we are, when we are traveling in a bus, whether we are traveling in a train. What does it mean? Hallelujah. Always know that somebody is in need. There is some brother or some sister that is in need in our neighborhoods, in our churches, in your families. Hallelujah. And I want to talk about one man who saw a need of his a family. Hallelujah. In Genesis chapter 14, this, the context is Sodom and Gomorrah is being attacked by kings. And Genesis chapter 14, verse 11. They took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their provisions and went their way. They also took Lot, Abram's brother's son, who dwelt in Sodom and his goods and departed. The one who had escaped came and told Abram, the Hebrew, for he dwelt by the terebinth trees of Mamre the Amorite, brother of Eshkol, brother of Anar. And they were allies with Abram. Now when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive. He armed his 318 trained servants, was born in his own house, went in pursuit as far as Dan. He divided his forces against them by night. And he and his servants attacked them, pursued them as far as Hobah, which is north of Damascus. So he brought back all the goods. And he also brought back his brother Lot and goods, as well as the women and the people. Somebody is always in need. Somebody is, uh, some some sister or brother is in need. There is somebody out there who needs your serving and your helping. Many years ago, 2000 years ago, all of us needed somebody to come and help us to take us out of that pit. Hallelujah. Abram, the moment that he heard his brother was in need, he arose, went out. He didn't wait. He didn't know that, okay, what am I going to lose? What is it that the pros and cons of this? I am going to help my brother. That's it. He brought back lot, his goods, the women, the people. Because one man rose up, one family. Hallelujah. One family and their connected servants and their goods and wealth, hallelujah were restored back. you're raising up to so you're rising up to serve just one of your you know your brethren, your sisters are going to be blessed. I want to tell you, somebody is in need. somebody is in need. The person next to you is in need. You can look to the person next to you. I know you are in need. Now At least they need prayer. At least they need prayer. Huh? Somebody is in need. And what happens in this need? I want to tell you, God wants to... God doesn't want to dump everything into us. God wants to partner with us. God wants to partner with us. Amen? Philippians 1, verse 3, uh, verse 3, 5 I'll read. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you always in every prayer of mine making requests for you all with joy for your fellowship in the gospel in other translation says your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now being confident of this very good thing of this very thing. He who began a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. God began a work in the Philippian church and he used Paul God was partnering with Paul And now they are also partnering. Hallelujah. You know it is not about my individual ministry. It is about the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God wants to partner with him to do that good work. Amen. God wants to partner with him to do that good work that God started. Amen. God wants to partner with him to do that assignment that God gave. You know, Adam missed to do that assignment. He went in his own way. He listened to the devil. God told you 10th after the garden. Only thing that he didn't do that was that. And as you and I partner with God, as you and I partner with each other, as a body of Christ, you know, the head, I want to tell you, the head is constantly giving, relaying signals to the body. And Jesus is partnering with us. Heaven is partnering with us. You know, we are all one body, the Bible says. You know, the eye is there to give light to the whole body. So the legs can move in that direction. So the hands can avoid something in this path. Nose is there. You know, when it's uh, when we smell something good, you know, the whole body is fine excited about it. When your tongue realizes it's good food, your whole body is cherishing it. So if... One of you, hallelujah, when we are partnering with the head, hallelujah, and one of us refused to do that, I'm going to tell you, the whole body is suffering. Many a times we feel, you know, when there is only one person to do the work, we feel fatigued, tired. Fatigued and tired, hallelujah. But God wants the whole body, hallelujah. Every one of us sitting here, we may have different, different roles. We may have different, different assignments in the season. But it is together, hallelujah, God wants us to do the work that God has called us. Hallelujah. The third principle, and there are many principles, but I am just highlighting a few. Is to come to serve, not to be served. You know, Jesus told this to John and James. You know, the, uh, Matthew chapter 20, I'm not reading through the whole scripture. Um, it talks about that they wanted to get the best seats when Jesus comes back. One to the left and one to the right. And the other ten were also upset with this, which means that they also had this desire. We wanted to, you know, who next after Jesus? Jesus is going to die? Who next after Jesus? And so who next, who is going to be the next senior pastor? And Jesus tells them, verse 26, yeah, verse 24, he, the, um, and when they had ten heard it, they were greatly displeased to the two brothers. But Jesus called them to himself. And said, you know, the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them. And they exercise great authority over them. But it shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to be great among you, let him be a servant. And whoever and whoever desires to be first among you, let him be a slave. Just as a son of man did not come to be served, but to serve. And to give his life as a ransom for many. The other disciples, they were also upset. Everyone... Following after, you know, they, they, all the twelve, they followed after Jesus. They had some kind of agenda. They wanted to be the top. They wanted to be the next one. They wanted to be the sit on the left, sit on the right. But Jesus said that I have come not to be served but to serve. The Holy Spirit comes to serve, not to be served. Please come. Hallelujah. God's call is to come to serve. I'm not giving a call to come and serve in wicc i am asking you to come and serve you take your position in the body of christ in the body of christ not to be served but to serve you know if you would serve just like the hand is right now serving the leg will also serve no guarantee in the body of christ but you know when if you would do your role it is much better hallelujah it is much better than you not doing anything. Uh, you know, today's service is possible, as I said, is because many have put their hands up. I often see that it is always it is the minority that serves the majority. It's a minority that serves the majority. You know, I want to, I want to uh, be heard. If those who desire to be first among you, let him be your slave. Let him, whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. So, God is calling to be the one that wants to be the first, the one that is going to be the next leader to serve. I want to tell you, all husbands, called to be leaders in your home is to serve. Is to serve. Many of us, I use this 911 example. When we are in your home, we use this, you know, 911 is an emergency that you use in Western countries. You dial this 911. It's an emergency. You have to do it today. Can you send that? Can you send that? We use this 911 right now in our homes where we say, I want this right now. Hallelujah. Husbands, God wants you to serve in your homes. Why God wants you to serve in your homes. So that your children will learn from that. Hallelujah. If you have not modeled serving in your home, your children are not going to learn to serve. Unless a godly intervention happens. Don't be entitled. We have an entitled that we want. We have to be served. Hallelujah. We have that entitlement. And some of that comes from our culture. We get up in the morning. I need 9 one I need coffee. 911, I need my newspaper. Nine one one, I need my Masala Dosha right now. It is sometimes that we are in this restaurant waiting for. You know, sometimes my children would come home. They're expecting food on the table. It's not a restaurant. We are not waiters. You can request. Hallelujah. You can request. Don't be entitled But you will be served in the house of God. Yes, God will place people to serve you. God will place people to serve you. But you need to rise up and serve because serving is connected with your worship. Serving is connected with your transformational journey. Hallelujah. I want to say serving is not an option. It is not an option. Because in your home, if, if the mother is going to rise up and say, I'm not going to do that. Today morning, I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do. I, I'm, I'm not going to work today. I'm not going to cook for you. Whoever cooks in the home, I'm not going to clean the home. Who suffers? family suffers. Serving is not an option. If I refuse to serve my family, I, as a husband, as a father in the home, refuse to serve the family. It means that there is no leadership because leadership and serving are connected. Hallelujah. Joshua said, Josh, serving was not an option for Joshua because Joshua said, I, as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. Which means that we're together as a family, we're going to serve the Lord. Not just me alone. Not just me alone. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You know, for the rest of Israel... Serving was an optional thing... That if we are blessed like this... And if I think that the blessing is good for me... Then I will serve God... And for Joshua... It was not an option... For some... Serving God is an option after retirement... They will retire... I will make money... You know what does that mean? I am going to make money till my 50s, 60s... And after that if I have time... God willing, I have help. I'll try to do that. Many years ago, uh, you know, before me becoming a believer, I was in my friend's house. And uh, uh, this happened when I was tenth or something around at that point. And a man of God just came, walked in through the gate and he came to pray. And my friend got upset and told him, um, you know, you have, he looked in his 60s. You worked in the Gulf or he doesn't know that you worked in the so-and-so place you are working in so and so place and now you are coming and serving God. I will also do that. Why are you asking me to serve God and love God and worship Him? I will do that when I finished my work. And he looked at him and said, I didn't open my mouth because I had a godly fear about this man of God. I was trembling. I didn't open. I want to thank God. I don't know what happened. I was not a believer, but somehow I am thanking God that I didn't open my mouth. The man looked into him and said, "What is the guarantee that you're going to live in your 40s? What is your guarantee? Lord put me here. I am in my 60s, and I'm here because of the grace of the mercy of God. A person still doesn't know God. Hallelujah! Let us not serve when it is, you know, when we are, in, when we think that I'm into retirement and then I'll come." next aspect is what we do doesn't matter. How we do it matter. Colossians chapter 3 verse 22 to 24. This really blessed me. Hallelujah. Many years ago I was reading this. The Bible talks about this to bond servants. Bond servants obey in all things your masters according to the flesh. Not with eye service as men please us but in sincerity of heart fearing God. Whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of inheritance for you. Serve the Lord Christ. Hallelujah. God is telling to bond servants, I know, hallelujah, this is not easy, but I want whatever you are doing, doing it for the Lord. When we are coming to serve, I want to tell you, urge you, hallelujah, to serve to the Lord, not to any particular church. To serve to the Lord. Hallelujah. Many are concerned about what we do. The Bible, what we need to be concerned is how we do it. The Bible says, do it heartily. Do it with all your heart. Do it as to the Lord. I want to tell you, even you are doing as to the Lord, your boss is the Lord Jesus Christ. You still may have an earthly boss. And you may not know why he's behaving in such a way. But when you do it to the Lord... Ask to the Lord. Many wives That when you submit to your, you know, when your husband is difficult, when, but you know, doing as to the Lord. When you do it as to the Lord, the Bible says that your reward of inheritance, hallelujah, you will receive it from the Lord. For you serve the Lord Christ. So what our hands do doesn't matter. How we do matters. You know, many of us has this. Many of us got this. received this great uh, prophetic word about our ministry that you will do this, you will do that. I just want to focus on what is this mighty act of God, the mighty word, mighty things that God has prophesied that you will do, or the man of God, a man of God has prophesied over you. It is to do whatever God is assigning you to do. So if it is doing arranging the chairs, cleaning the chairs. Heaven sees that as a mighty act. Heaven sees that as a mighty act. Hallelujah. Because what does the Bible say? The Bible says, whatever you do, do it heartily. Whatever has been assigned to us. So the bond servants, they they can't choose what they need to do. They need to do what has been assigned. Hallelujah. So whatever God has assigned to you, that you do it heartily. You will not miss your reward. Thank you, Lord. You will not miss your reward. Many times we wonder who is seeing this. I am doing this, Lord. Who is seeing this? I have done that, Lord. Who is, who will see me? Hallelujah. And I want to speak the same scripture over you, Colossians chapter 3. Some of you are serving. Maybe nobody sees that. You know, many teams worked. It is not just the pastors who worked for this service. Many, many, many teams worked. Nobody, many of you may not know them. Sometimes nobody may appreciate them. Nobody might notice your hard work. Hallelujah. So serve to the audience of one. What does that mean? serve to the audience of one it means that serving to the lord because he sees you to that one person when you will do that serving to the lord whether it's in your home whether it's in your workplace whatever it is when you are doing that to that audience of one person now others seeing that appreciating that is a different thing altogether but you would serve he's doing that as that he is the boss amen he will do your appraisal hallelujah and you will not miss your reward. You know, the Bible gives so much importance to small things. Okay? When we go into a home, the least thing that that home can do is a glass of water. Is that the least thing that they can do? Right? That's the least thing. Okay? Forget about serving lunch. Forget about serving juices. The best thing is to give a glass of water. The Bible says that if you give a glass of cold water, one of these you will surely not miss your reward I want to tell you small things, doing small things in the house of God matters the problem is that in the world you will get your reward immediately after the end of the day or the end of the month you will receive your paycheck our paycheck sometimes is is not connected with our life on earth I want to tell you, you all will receive your paychecks. Whether it is fat or small, depends upon how you do your work. Amen? I'm sure all the HRs are agreeing with me. Right? Yeah? You get your reward based on how you do your work. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. I just sense to release this word. God will raise many people to come and serve. God will raise many people to come and serve full time. God will raise many people to be a pillar of this church. Hallelujah. I sense the Lord wants to give giftings to the church today. I sense the gift of healing. Hallelujah. Upon both of you. Right now upon both of you. Hallelujah. Anila and Sunila. I sense the gift of healing. To reside. Hallelujah. on In you. Hallelujah. It is a gift of the Holy Spirit. You receive that by faith. Hallelujah. And when you lay hands on the sick. I want to prophesy. Hallelujah. Not only really are the sick going to be healed, the dead shall rise up. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Ribiri Hallelujah! You will Hallelujah! You will raise up Lazarus. Hallelujah! Many Martas and many Marys said, "You will both be a Hallelujah! You both will be a comfort. Hallelujah! To both to many many Martas and Marys. Hallelujah! Rakhanabi Ribiri Hallelujah! Ribiri I sense the Lord. I am going to raise encouragers in the church Amen I am going to give a gift of encouragement Hallelujah The moment that you speak the depressed are going to rise up Hallelujah Rukhanaba Rabarandhana Hallelujah I sense the gift of encouragement Hallelujah Sitting upon the church Hallelujah That even the moment people may walk through the door they are going to be encouraged because of the gift operating here Hallelujah I sense God calling people. God calling people to serve. And I want to tell you, serving is not an option. Serving is not based on whether, how, whether you have money. Serving is not based on whether you have talent. Serving is based on whether you are available to say yes. You say, yes, God, yes. I want to say yes to everything that God has said to me. I want to say yes to that word that God has said. I know it's difficult. I may not know the way, but God is saying, are you ready to say yes to my call? Amen. I am not calling anybody. The church is not calling anybody. WICC is not calling anybody. The Lord God Almighty, hallelujah, is calling you. How many of you want to say yes to this call? Do you want to say yes? God, I want to serve you. I want to remind you. It's not about your talent. It is about having a desire to say yes. Isaiah said, Lord, here am I. Who would say, here am I? Here am I. If you would raise your hand. Hallelujah. We are going to pray for people. Here am I. Lord, I want to be used by God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for all hands that that is raised up. Use them, Father. For a mighty move of God. Rukharaba Hallelujah. just want to take some time to call people forth as an act of faith so just rise up those who raised your hand I'm going to pray for I want to pray heaven is saying that God is equipping you I'll equip you I sense for some people here the Lord will put words in your mouth the Lord will put words into your mouth do not be afraid to speak the oracles that God will give you, the mysteries that God will give you. You will become a man of faith. How can I? Don't ask that to God. Just ask God, when can I step in? I'm available. Lord. I'm available. You know, God is calling. I want to tell you little children, God is calling you don't be afraid to step in Samuel was a little boy when he stepped in God is calling some Hannah's today to bring up your Shamuels in this season I want to tell you God is calling old, young middle aged, young, little children you might be in your 80's it doesn't matter I want to tell you it doesn't matter if the enemy is saying God I am, I am a senior citizen now Hallelujah There is no senior citizen for God There is no senior citizen That is a lie of the enemy Thank you Father We all just raise our hands Father can repeat after me. I want to serve you. As I walk with you. Let me hear the heartbeats of your heart. Let me know what pains you God. Let me receive your burdens. I'm available. I want to tell you when you say I'm available, I'm here Lord. It's a breakthrough prayer. It's a breakthrough prayer. It's a breakthrough prayer. I sense the Lord saying, I'm going to raise many Hannahs in this land. I'm going to raise some Deborahs in this land. Some people who don't, you know, you've been silent, you don't talk much. God is saying, I will make you as a Moses. Or here am I to serve. Here am I to serve. I don't know everything. But I know that you are calling me. You are calling me. I want to say yes to your call. I want you to repeat after me. I want to say yes to your call. I want to say yes to the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, because it is because of your mercy and your grace that you have called me. It is not because of my credentials God called me. It is because of your mercy. Tell Lord, thank you for your mercy for calling. Me. I want to serve in the house of God. Tell that loudly. I want to serve in the house of God. Let heaven hear that. Hallelujah. I want to tell you every prayer that you're praying right now, it is not a ritual. Hallelujah. Heaven will honor that. Heaven will honor that. I believe, Nobin and Shijah, that the Lord is calling you. The Lord is calling you. Not only really to you both, but to your generations. I see there is a call to your life, Nobin. I want to pray that Hallelujah, but God open, those, open it and show it to you and reveal it to you in this season. Joseph and Janet, I believe the Lord is calling you. The Lord will use you in many places. Amen. I want to prophesy that you will be a mighty force for the kingdom. You may ask how, but by the Spirit. Amen. Lord, thank you, Lord, for calling us. I want to thank you. Mighty God. Mighty Savior. We know that we are not worthy. But thank you. Thank you, Father. Lord, I want to pray this prayer that Paul spoke to the Ephesian church, to the Philippian church. He who began a good work in you right now. He who began a good work in you right now. Right now, he started a good work in some of you. I believe I'm hearing the name Shabajit. I don't know if she's here. The Lord is calling. The Lord will. The Lord is saying that the good work that He started in you, He will take it to completion. I believe for Arun, the good work that God started in you, He will take it to completion. The good work is not derailed. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this sermon. For more sermons, please do visit us at wicc.in.